Hi, hello, and welcome to K Out and About, the podcast about my random travel occurrences. This is season one, episode 15, Living in Syria. Today we'll continue our conversation with Obada, but before we start, just a quick reminder of how to find me. The website is k-outandabout.com. On Facebook, it's K Out and About, and Instagram, all one word, lowercase, at K Out and About. And this podcast, you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, etc., etc. Please like, subscribe, and leave friendly reviews. Now, on with the interview. Okay, so you mentioned reasons for um, leaving, why you moved away from, from Damascus. One of them was obviously the war. If you can um, elaborate on the reasons. Of course, the war was the main one, and yeah. we can talk yeah. a little bit about it, but then also your other reasons. Uh, actually, like the, when, when everything started in 2011, like... Everyone was in the in serious situation. Like you should take the choice of like you should uh, turn your life to a new like you should take the decision how you want to live your life. And the situation at that time was uh, until now like the first uh, the last uh, eight years was totally tough. Like not only in Damascus in the whole uh, country in whole like in Syria at all, but. Uh, the situation the daily life of people is totally uh, like full of struggle actually disrupted yeah like daily like there's always a problem with electricity with the gas with like yeah, we have the uh, if you want to cook you you need a gas uh, yeah yeah exactly and the gas thing is like the price is not stable everything is not stable and every it's like sometimes like uh, Every year there's a like something which is like it's the problem. Okay. Like it's the problem. Like sometimes there's no bread. Like one month there's no bread. Like uh, the prices of the bread get really high and yeah, every, like it's just like so. I don't know. You never know what to expect. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No security. I mean, yeah, security and just like a basic thing like food sometimes mm. like like bread. Yeah, like like poor people really like can't afford themselves at that time mm-hmm. because like the bread was totally expensive. Right now, like not before a long time, like before one month, until now, like the electricity people having a problem because like they're cutting off the electricity like for two three hours and after that, uh, they're getting back the electricity but with a higher. Power, oh. which is like destroyed many many electricity, uh, like Electrical like a f- exactly yeah. like a fridge and microwave. Like yeah. people are really suffering, and this thing really make you think about like, come on, yeah, <laughs> it's the time. Uh, and that was the first one. That I think, yeah, like uh, living in not safe uh, city as a teenager is not the best choice. Also, like there was a daily like a bombs uh, the bomb was not like in Damascus was not the most like dangerous city in mm-hmm. in the whole Syria which is obvious but uh, you don't know how to accept like you can't accept what what will happen another day like one day 
at the same street where we live, like one bomb fell down and she killed the guy and it killed the guy. Yeah. It, it's just like normal. And like people, after one day, everything is normal. It's yeah. just like uh, the value of a human get lower because like, come on, a lot of people are dying. Like not the only one, not only two, like, yeah, it's a mess. It's totally a mess. Uh, and the people are like me or my friends are totally eff- like uh, get affected by these things like physically or mentally and i found it like i have a choice like uh, i have a chance i sh- and i should just like i can try it at least i i can take more choices more like uh, flexibility in my life in the future like i plan t- to come to sweden because like i was thinking about flexibility like living more with freedom more mm-hmm. freedom like you have more choices and yeah i thought about it like it was a dream for me but even even until now i have a struggle with the residence thing which i which was not accepted at that time many decisions get like new new things new decisions here which like yeah Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so your parents your parents are still in Damascus. Is your sister still? Uh my sister is in Turkey actually. Like my two like I have three uh, two brothers and one sister. My one brother, one sister, they live like their neighbor in Turkey okay. and I live with my brother. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who lives who is living in Anstaf. But your parents are still in Damascus, so you know. Yeah. You know what's happening there, like you you keep in touch. Yeah, with them, right? uh, my father, my my parents, they're like, like really, like before one month they got a visa to Turkey, so they sometimes just go and travel and okay. visit. Like, yeah, it worked with them. Okay. Uh, it was so hard to get that visa, but it worked because I don't know, it was just a good luck. Mm. Yeah, it worked with them, and now they're visiting my. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and the, an important <laughs> reason, which was like I forget to say it, but I think it was like a big, like a big thing, um, big reason. Two thousand fourteen, my father's factory uh, get closed, and uh, he used like in not like in the capital, like not near to like a uh, reef uh, Damascus, like it's like the countryside of Damascus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like. Um, even thought it was like 2011. Everything started like everything continued. Like everything was totally normal until 2014, and like the free army got into the factory and they just they yeah they just told the the workers there just to go out of the of the factory and even thought that my uh, father was stuck there he was stuck in his office actually and it took him like two days to, just to come back because yeah Jesus. <laughs> the free army was like not uh, like at the time um, they like they were really not too much friendly with everyone okay So But they wanted to take over yeah, the, exactly. the factory. Yeah, no, exactly. They didn't take or just over. Clo- or just close it. They just like took off the whole area, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like uh, my father, uh, while he was just trying to get in his car, they told him, "No, it's not the time. You should like go and like go sit somewhere until we told you to just like take your car and 
go back to oh, Damascus right. from... And kept him there. Exactly. He stayed there. He actually... Actually, my father, he like knocked on uh, someone's door, like stranger, and he just slept there. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, funny. And, yeah, <laughs> like, there's no chance. Like, there's no place, and his factory is totally closed. And hmm. he just, like, slept there one day, and he returned another day. And the factory is closed. And it was like the f the the only source for the whole family, which like it was like a plastic, uh, plastic tube, uh, 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 f uh, factory. With uh -huh. yeah, like we were productive. Like uh, we have uh, many customers. Like everything was working totally fine, and we could like afford uh, our lives. Like yeah. good, good living. And the factory is closed, and it's time to take the decision. <laughs> yeah. And like me, I was like 17 years. I don't want to, like, I, I should do something. Like, I could just go to the university and just, like, try to get the monthly money from my father because, like, working is totally not possible. Like, even even though after you educate yourself, it's really hard to yeah. with Even the salary is not that much high. Yeah. So... <laughs> I don't want to just, like, stay without doing nothing good or, like, affecting the whole family in a bad way. So it, it was the time to take this decision, and I took it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so nobody had to convince you to kind of, oh, why don't you go to your brother? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You no. wanted. Uh, actually, I wanted, and, like... Uh, flexibility I would just take I would just talk about like I wanted more freedom like I love to travel also I wanted just to do something like everything is everything there is just like uh, make life like with the with more difficult mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I'm trying to do the opposite side of this yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so when you say for example you wanted more freedom what can you give me a specific example, like what kind of freedom does living in Sweden gives you, what uh, okay. you couldn't have done okay. in Syria? That may, yeah, that's a good question. Like, uh, actually, like the residents of uh, like Sweden was was too friendly to immigrants at the time. Like before 2015, was was like accepting many people, and like after five years, you could get the citizenship. Uh, the citizenship. But <laughs> after 2015, like, <laughs> and it's like, it's like I stayed in Turkey like um, two months, and I did the fingerprint at 28th of November. It was just the like, there was a limit if you did after yeah yeah, like there was a limit if you did the fingerprint before it, you will get uh, permanent uh, uh, yeah residence, and it was like 24. Of November, even though I was in Sweden in 14 of November, I couldn't get that one because I was under 18, and the immigration office they didn't uh, could uh, get me to a, a place to do the fingerprint until 28 of November. It was just like oh, wow. the the biggest shock, and it affected like like I didn't know at the time what would happen. Mm. Yeah, until now actually, <laughs> <laughs> like until now I have just a residence until December this year. Are you kidding me? No, that's oh, true. Oh, so you have to reapply. <laughs> I have to reapply, and I don't know, like the new laws and the new, like 
Där okay. we'll, we'll, we'll meet in the queue in the skatteverket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this thing make me like, really uh, make me think again about like uh, like we live in a mess. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I have a limit of my life. Like I can build my whole career right now, and like after three months, I should just like travel <laughs> back. Yeah. <laughs> or something like, uh, nobody know what will happen like, we, I don't know until no, until when like when everything will be more organi- organized mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, until now it's the myth and yeah. I accept it <laughs> <laughs> no that's fine but if you so for example what uh, what else in wouldn't you be able to do in, in Syria like technically you could Uh, sorry to say that because you're a guy, so you could study pretty much anything in Damascus, or you, you know you could work as anyone. Mm. Um, was it the regime that was kind of making everything difficult for everybody? Like officially, you had a choice, but practically there was no choice. Uh, the regime were everywhere actually, like because there was a checkpoints in your daily life. Like if there was checkpoints and mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how, how like people have that like have an idea about the thing, but the situation is like the electricity the electricity problem which is like facing mm. the people in daily way, and like the regime in every way like I don't know I can't judge if they're doing something good or bad but they were just trying to protect people like from. Like uh, bombs or something. Like the situation was like it needed this, but yeah. Like um, if you want to just go to um, like a shop or something, it took like instead of ten uh, minutes in the car, sometimes it took like a one hour or two hours just waiting in the line, like a real long line, mm. only to check. It's just checkpoint. It's just like not checkpoint like a one, like in every street. Like yeah, yeah. it's it's just like you should just go there <laughs> and, <laughs> and to just like get the feeling of just like you're stuck, you're stuck at checkpoint and just like waiting. <laughs> like even though um, when I'm I was doing the last year on my high school, uh, like there was a checkpoint. Like I, I should just like work. Uh, I was walking there like daily, and like daily it's just like. He know me. He knows me, like, totally. He knows me totally. And he's just like, hey, can I just check your ID? He checked your ID. They, like, See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, sometimes he opens my bag. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. like, check it. Yeah. It's just, like, a routine uh, city of, like, a war. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I have been uh, moving, like, the last three years, I think I moved more than five times, like, from home to home. And <laughs> the thing is, like, to know what home is, is much more harder. Like, like, um, like there's no um, only, like, a home. Like, I think after moving that, like, many times, like, home is where you can feel just accepted in the community. Like in Malmo right now, it's an international city where everyone can live by, like, everyone can live his own life, where you are just like being productive to the community and like being helpful. I hmm. think it's working, and like the the city will have much more strong relation, like a much more 
power, I think. Yeah. Because, like, more languages, many cultures, like, I think people with from different backgrounds have, like, a, a different idea to uh, de- improve and develop. Mm-hmm. I think, like, everything can do a change here in Malmö. Okay. Which is international city. Which yes. which I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's all for today. Next episode will be the last one with Abada and it will be titled Malma is Great. Thanks for listening and until next time.